now. Coming to you from a Midwestern hole in the United States. The Dollcast. Ladies and gentlemen, your host, Rob. But Rob, you just have a rocky fetish. That's all. Hey freaks, welcome to the Dogcast. I am Roth. Back as usual from, from slydogstudios.org. Yes, this is a winging it episode. There isn't a lot to report Nestev wise, but we're going to talk about other stuff. Anyway, Rocky. Good lord. Just earlier, well, actually just earlier, just five minutes ago, I got done watching the first Rocky. They had Rockies 2 through 5 on Netflix for a long time. And I was like, well, where where the hell's Rocky 1? <coughs> I can understand why the newest Rocky isn't on there. But where's the first one? And it just popped up like a week or two ago. And I went, wow. It, it might have even, even been less than a week. I don't know. But I was like, okay, here we go. Sweet, finally. I watched two, three, four. Actually, I think I started with three, watched two, then four, then five. I believe that's the order I did. I I just love all the Rockies. And a lot of people don't understand why. I even said, not too long ago, I believe the Rocky series trumps Star Wars. And... I really do believe it does. And there's a simple explanation why. Star Wars has a lot of really cool idiosyncrasies to it, like that represent one thing. I don't I idiosyncrasies isn't the word I'm looking for. But there's a lot of things that represent other things going on around us all the time, like in the the episode where Padme says, oh, so this is how democracy dies with thunderous applause, you know, and uh, an empire and all this kind of jazz. And then they have the father-son thing between Luke and Darth or Anakin, whatever you want to say. But the original Star Wars flicks, the first three, all followed Luke. And they had Darth in it. Anakin and it was good they were great movies actually not just good great but then they went to the uh, originals you know quote unquote the first ones uh, and it was all about Anakin who eventually becomes Darth Vader oh was that a spoiler you knew that shut up so There's like a Skywalker line that is followed. And there are good stories in it. But what I really like about Rocky movies, the whole series, it's this continuous travel following this one man who is always the underdog. And when I say always, he always is. Always. Okay, 
Part 1. The first Rocky. He's some no-name from, uh, what was it, Pennsylvania, right? Just some no-name that gets into a novelty fight with the heavyweight champion of the world, Apollo Creed. And what's he do? He goes the distance. And during that whole time, he's trying to meet this girl that he likes, Adrian. Uh, <clears throat> he's, he's trying to keep her from being, uh, what's, what's the word? Estranged, I guess, with her brother, Polly, who's always just this big douche. And he's trying to keep her on the straight and narrow and, and trying to keep him from influencing them. And and then you get to Rocky two, and you have Rocky winning the heavyweight championship because Apollo wanted a rematch. And that's pretty much the gist of part two. I mean, there's not a whole lot that really separates it. But then you get to part three, and you have... Uh, wait a second. What am I forgetting? No, yeah, part three has Adrian going into a coma, right? I'm pretty sure it was part three. And that struggle. And then part four with Apollo, his best friend. You know... Rocky and Apollo became best friends. And there's just this, this these whole string of events that revolve around this guy. And at every turn, he's the underdog who overcomes it. And it's always a great story. Just even if it looks like it's a lame story. If you have a bad actor like Tommy Morrison playing Tommy Gunn. Horrible, horrible actor. But it made for a good story with that guy... Uh, falling into line with, like, you know, the representative, quote-unquote, Don King of the movie. And it, there's always build-ups build of emotions, and you can never, ever recreate a better montage of training than a friggin' Rocky flick. Ever. They're always awesome. Star Wars movies are great. They have great lightsaber scenes, especially in the three newer ones, which are the prequels. Those lightsaber scenes are beyond the pale. <coughs> They're awesome. But I don't feel as much depth in them. And I grew up with the Star Wars movies and Rocky movies. But I just... After being older and watching them both, and I I just feel like the Rocky movies are the better flicks. But that's just me. And if you disagree, you're wrong. <laughs> anyway. So that's that. I have very little Desnuve. Desnuve. Ness Dev News. Very little. Uh, here's what I got done today on the 3-in-1-2 P-Pack for the NES. The tic-tac-toe version or portion of the game. Okay, I was telling you the, uh, yesterday that I got the loop going where it's right at the end of the game. Done. And it goes to the loop and that's it. And it freezes up. Well, now I have it 
where there's actually a time delay, which I need to tweak, but there's a time delay, and I finished the You Win music. Um, I, I, sh I should play it, but I'm not going to. It's, it's not very long, but it's just a very short jingle, and I have that, but I have to extend the time delay on the game for it to finish out. And I also have it now where the reset portion works, where if the first player plays the computer, you know, it's not two player, it's first place, uh, first person against the computer, first player against the computer, then Sly prints out. Because if you get Sly, Dog, Studios in a string, I think I'll explain that at another point. I might have already mentioned it, I don't remember, but that's that I talked to Sean earlier and he's got more portraits done and I've checked them out and they are great oh my lord I didn't think they would turn out as good as they did but wow these portraits are awesome and they really will match up with the game they will they will look great um Let's see, what else can we talk about? What else? Well, <clears throat> okay. We're on the topic of two players anyway. What is one of the most unique two player things that you've ever seen? Eh, I can't say that it's made for the game. <clears throat> what I'm thinking about. Like something unique that happens to probably every person. Like, it's unique to a game. But it probably happens to every two-player set of people that play this game. Do you know what the waterfall race is? The waterfall race, right? That's right. Contra. Remember Contra and the waterfall race? This is one of the most... I, I think it's probably just as popular as the Konami code itself. I have never met any other people that play NES that don't know what the hell the waterfall race is. I've even got my son Jeremiah like when we go to play level 3 on Contra he'll go and he'll start gone and right when he's gone and I hear him giggling Right when he's giggling, I'm like, oh, oh, shit, here he goes. He's he's trying to beat me. He's trying to beat me. How many games really have something like that that make you go... I know it's it's like a... It's almost a fourth wall barrier that gets broken, but it's not exactly... You know, the Metal Gear games did the fourth wall breaking with, you know, look on the back of the box to find uh, the frequency or the radio frequency you know stuff like that or look in the manual for such and such but there's not many games that have something where people all over the world just know exactly what's going on when it happens I think the waterfall race is one of the more unique ones 
I, I, I can't think of anything else offhand. I mean, there's only like a handful of people around me that know about the Karnov second controller death thing. But the, the waterfall race on Contra, I think, I think that's, that's everyone's thing. And, and you'll even see some people be like, truce? Like right before it starts. No, 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 come on, truce, let's just play this. And then people be like, okay. But if there's no truce called, you just go. And you try and make the other person die by beating him and making him fall off screen. That's really awesome. Unique stuff. Tip of the day. Once you get a secondary item on Castlevania, press up plus B to utilize it. It can help you. Tip of the day. Okay. Let's give a shout out to NintendoAge.com. Do you play games? Do you collect games? Do you like to hang out? Oh yeah, go to NintendoAge.com. You can do all of those things when you register for free. Take place on the forum as yourself. And buy, sell, trade all the games you want. You can even make a collection of your own games, a list with their collection tool, custom collection tools, consisting of Nintendo and Sega consoles. It's awesome. The admins are awesome. And they will all love you. Everyone will love you at NintendoAge.com if you're not a douche. Well, I really, I really don't have much else to report on. Nothing else to talk about right now. There's always something in my head, but it slips out of my head, or I forget to write down what I want to talk about. It's kind of annoying, <laughs> but, okay, it's Good Friday, have a Good Friday on this Good Friday, which leads up to the Easter holiday, and I guess I will talk to you guys next week. Because this is it for this week. And you freaks, take it easy. You got it? Alright. Make sure to come back to SlyDogStudios.org for NES Tips Jaws. Remixed with my George Lucas ass. Alright. See you later, freaks. And if you catch me slipping, tell Kevin. <laughs>